CISO, a podcast of never giving up. CISO is a Finnish concept describing grit and perseverance, a sentiment of never giving up. During our experience in Africa, we were thinking which could be the best way to to support the plantation of trees. I believe there's a lot to learn from inspiring personalities from all walks of life. Politicians, entrepreneurs, scientists, activists, artists and sports people will share their worldviews. We need trees to live. My guests have a story to tell and I'm all ears. My name is Alex Stubb. I'm the former Prime Minister of Finland, currently Professor and Director at the European University Institute in Florence. Welcome to the CISU podcast. Today's guest is a former ice cream maker. He is a founder and CEO of one of the greenest companies in the world and a very good chef. Welcome Federico Garcia. Hello everybody and thanks for the invitation first of all. It's lovely to have you and you know what uh, I know we are on a podcast kind of a mode but it's wonderful to sit in the same room and do this because all the podcasts that we've done previously they've been on Zoom and and distance and not only that you know what folks we have a real Florentine here so Federico was born and raised uh, here in Florence can can you tell me because you know I'm a bit of a newcomer I've only lived here in what I consider to be the most beautiful city in the world for Two years, but you've lived here since 1981. What 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 was it like to grow up in Florence? Well, we are surrounded by arts, and uh, especially um, even if there is not a lot of garden inside the city due to the huge amount of uh, historical uh, buildings, but we are surrounded by hills and also olive trees. So in Five fifteen minutes, we can uh, being in the middle of the nature. So uh, I think it's an amazing uh, mix uh, living living here. I I fully agree. And as a cyclist, I must say that you know when you cycle around the hills of Florence or even in Tuscany, I mean you just go from one more spectacular view to view to another. Wh- where did you go to school here in downtown Florence? I assume. Well, close to Fortezza da Passo, and then uh, other places close to Piazza uh, Libertà. Fantastic. Now, tell me a little bit. Over the years, you've sort of you're almost like a trendsetter because I I believe that a lot of young people they're not going to have one career. They're going to move from one job to another and and do different types of of things. So, you know, you've been an aid worker, you know, you've sold ice cream. My son, by the way, he does sells Italian gelato in Finland. I you know, don't ask me how it happened, but you've you've traveled a lot. What what ended up, you know, taking you to Africa because you've done a lot of work there? Well, the story is is quite simple. During my Erasmus program in uh, Denmark, I've met uh, three little bit crazy environmental engineers and after a few years i i met them again they want to build uh, a, a startup uh, dealing with the sustainable biofuels in africa i joined i joined their team since the beginning we have done a good job we have seen with uh, with our eyes several good and bad problems of, of africa especially illegal deforestation in some countries of west africa and when they experience uh, in in this company and so we we were thinking to to create a new project based on uh, changing this bad 
practice. So basically pay and support farmers to plant trees instead of uh, cutting trees. We're going to go into the detail of, of what Treedom, your company, does in a little bit. But uh, in, in Africa, I mean, how have you counted? How many African countries have you visited over the years? Or where has your focus been over the years? We, we operate both in East Africa and West Africa, also a little bit uh, in Malawi, that's mostly South Africa. Um, well, my job was since the beginning to find uh, a sponsor and companies and individuals that we are willing to adopt one tree or a forest. So I was not the man on the field, I would say. And since the beginning, we divide our role in your support in the plantation. You're, you're looking for founding. Now I manage also with the more than 70, 70 investors from all over the world. So I, I, I'm more... I'm more in this part. I visit four countries in Africa. It's very strange that looking at several people, they don't have too many things. Sometimes they are looking still for uh, primary uh, needs and foods, but they are very, very happy. So oh, every time I come back, I feel like we have everything and most of the times we are not happy. So this is, this is a part also looking at the huge resources that most of the country in Africa uh, owns. Sometimes it's very strange looking at the world and thinking that they are, uh, without any doubts, the the most poor poor continent in the world. So something doesn't work, doesn't work right now in the international relation and so on. Tell me a little bit more about, I mean, how you founded the company. So we're, we're talking about a company here called Treedom, and it was founded in May 2010. And of course, you know, as a Florentine, we're really happy that your company basically has its headquarters here in Florence or in San Domenico in, 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 in that region. And you found it together with Tommaso Speroni. But what, what, what's the basic idea of the company? So what do you do? How do you explain it in your own words? Yeah, Tridom is the only mm, community and website worldwide that allows uh, both individual and corporations to plant trees online, directly supporting farmers and NGOs all over the world. The unique of Tridom is based on transparency and engagement communication because every single tree is planted, is geolocalized and photographed one by one. How many are there, by the way? Do you know how many hundreds of thousands or, or trees planted? Trees, yeah, yeah. Uh, more than three million. So we more, just celebrate wow. a few weeks ago. Okay, that, all right. Supporting more than two hundred thousand farmers, and now we plant trees in seventeen countries of the world, mainly in Africa, Central South America, even in in Asia. So basically, what we recognize in late two thousand ten, it was that in the in the market and in the environment that want to support a green project and especially planting trees, there was a little bit lack of transparency. And most of the time you don't know exactly where your money goes and, uh, and you have not follow up. So you don't know what is going on. So most of the time people are not willing to support projects where they do not receive update or where they are not sure what to support. So, um, our idea was to put together technology, so a web platform and a sort of digital certification system with uh, something very, very 
common that is planting trees. So putting together and try to uh, increase the value of the entire project. And what's the business model there as well? So how, how does it work? Say if I wanted to plant a tree somewhere in Africa, I mean, how, what would I do? Yeah, you, you can simply connect on treedom.net. You will find a sort of e-commerce of trees. So you can choose the, a tree species or a country where to plant, depending on the seasonality when we transplant the trees. And you can, uh, you can plant the trees. So you will uh, sort of adopt virtual adoption online, but there will be an alter ego of the trees online. And do you pay for it then? I mean, what's the, how does it work? Yeah, we support the local group of farmers or local NGOs from the startup of the project. We make them training, uh, the monitoring along the time. We advance them money if needed. So we are a huge support and then we sell trees uh, for them and we take uh, um, a fee for each uh, tree sold. Okay, now let me try. I have a good friend, Antero Vartia. He used to be a green MEP in the Finnish parliament. And he came up with this company or foundation called Compensate. And it's sort of a, a similar idea. But the idea was that, you know, you, you sort of compensate and then you start, you know, planting the trees. Um, I mean, how, how do you get people involved in these things? I mean, is it sort of word of mouth, or who are your biggest clients or supporters, if you will? Well, to date, we, we still work with a lot of corporations that um, create a forest, usually cor a, corpora a corporate forest, and then they engage their stakeholder, could be employees or uh, customers, by gifting them a tree. So the gifting idea is, uh, is also something new that we have created a sort of market of gifting trees. And I think it's also a good idea because we put together the, the needs of gifting during the year. So like Christmas kind of stuff. Christmas and Valentine's Day, yeah. birthday for a newborn, for uh -huh. a wedding as a party favor. And we put together with the willingness of people to contribute to the environment. So putting together and creating something fun, engaging is, uh, is of course, something that uh, um, that is working. Today we work with... Uh, 8,000 corporations all over the world wow. from across several sectors, and we have a community of 1 million users from 154 countries in the world. So ideally, the, we promote ourselves, of course, uh, with some brand ambassadors, influencers. Of course, we use digital marketing, but uh, probably the most powerful uh, idea to bring the message is the, the idea of gifting. So it's a sort of member get member. Uh, if I give the tree to you, you, whatever you are, I can do it by email, WhatsApp. You will receive uh, an invitation for redeem a tree, and you you are a new member. So ideally, if you love what what we do, you will you will gift another tree as we create a, a positive chain. And how many how many people do you have working for Treedom? Uh, nowadays we are ninety four uh -huh. today. Uh, our most of our uh, colleagues are in Florence, but also in the last three years we have started creating a sales office in Europe. So first in Munich, Germany, then we have an office in Amsterdam, London, Paris. This year, uh, probably we'll uh, open an office also in US. And is there anyone else who does this? I mean, are you sort of a, well? Obviously, you're a trailblazer, you're a pioneer in the field. But is there anyone who is even close as big as you are? 
Well, it depends. Our uh, our market uh, um, is is full of uh, NGOs that are, well support uh, planting and other environmental uh, activity. There's a, there's a huge market that's it's growing uh, um, in related to carbon credit that sometimes yeah. touch also the idea of conservation or planting trees. Um, we would like to create more a community, a sense of well being a part together, users, farmers, and corporation together in a community to, uh, to grow a, a global forest and uh, try to solve uh, climate change together. So this is a little bit different from all the other organizations. Do you work with airlines? So you know, do you have like, you know, for instance, okay, say I fly a lot, sorry, but yeah, you know, it happens. It happens. Uh, so is, is there any airline that you might work with so that you can, you know, for every, every flight that you take, you plant a tree? Still not. Uh, even if we, we are talking with some airlines, we work with other transportation uh, uh, sectors for airlines. I think that, um, to date, some of them allows people to offset CO2 emission uh -huh. at the end of the purchase or at yeah. checkout. Probably does not work too much because you just pay something to offset your CO2 emission, but you don't know exactly where your money goes or what you are supporting. That's why Freedom was born, because even in, when I was traveling a lot, I look at, at the possibility to offset, but then I don't know what what I support in and where, so I never, I never flag to, yeah. to compensate. So basically now we are promoting the idea to plant one or more trees to offset your CO2 emissions. So these trees it will also remember you and maybe a good travel. Um, we work with travel agencies, so something like that, not directly with the uh, airlines. Yeah, no, that that's an interesting one. I, you know, I use Skyscanner. That's the app that I use for my traveling. I mean, it would be quite nice to have some. How how much does it cost to plant a tree, roughly speaking? I mean, yeah, starting from fifteen euros. Okay, and it cover the platform, the cost for planting, all the maintenance of the trees. So, uh, this is a starting point. And how much, do, I mean, what kind of figures do you give? You know, I'm not a scientist, right? Certainly not an environmental scientist. You know, I understand a little bit about carbon capture and understand why we plant trees. And of course, I, you know, come from a country where 75% of the country is just trees, right? And, and in Finland, it's always about, yeah, you can cut down trees as long as you plant a tree for everyone, you know, you know biodiversity issues, etc. But what are the figures that you use? How can we... You know, for carbon capture, for for to compensate to CO two, etc., etc. How how many trees do we need in this world? Well, I think the last uh, G twenty said uh, ten mil uh, billions trees uh -huh. should be a good number to and is a sort of uh, to tackle the the increase of temperature for now. So, in the sort of global transition, we we are pretty sure that planting trees is still the best technology to fight climate change. Of course, uh, uh, it's the same that we suggest to corporations that partner with us, that they should first uh, improve that value chain, reduce carbon emission, and then, of course, uh, in every activity, uh, 
more or less every activity, you, you will emit a certain number of CO2, but first reduce it and then you can uh, plant trees or compensate it with, with other systems. So, um, well, our approach uh, is more first planting trees and then uh, we, we also calculate and we, we have a very scientific number on which is the absorption of every absorption of CO2 of every trees planted in a certain area, but uh, for us is a little bit secondary. So <clears throat> our idea is to bring a positive message. Planting trees is always a, a good message. Since we are kids, uh, they, they tell us that it's a positive. So especially in a market where uh, you, you go very fast, uh, every time you say, I plant a tree, people immediately understand that it's something positive for the planet. No, same thing. I remember when I was a kid, there was always this sort of ceremony. You go and plant a tree. and I think, But, you know, there's one tree that's really out of this box or out of this world planting. When I was prime minister, I visited the then prime minister of the United Kingdom, uh, David Cameron, at Checkers, which is the country place of the British prime minister. And there's a tradition that if you're a head of state or government and you visit Checkers, you actually plant a tree which is from your part of the world, right? So we were there, I think it was the 23rd of December 2014, and I got to plant uh, a, a silver birch because we have a lot of birch trees in Finland, right? So that was, a, and it's fairly close to Winston Churchill's tree, which is huge. I don't even remember what it was, but uh, I don't know if it's still there. It could be one of those things that, you know, they just take the pictures. Then when you leave, it's okay, that was an ugly tree. So <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> good, good okay, but let, let's have a look a little bit about how, how you, I mean, you know, when you founded the company, you, you said you had met your colleagues in, in Denmark, right? Yeah. And uh, you were a few, few guys, few friends who, who set it up. I mean, what were the sort of most difficult moments in the, in the, in the, in the beginning? Because I can imagine, you know, like we're talking 2010, startup, planting trees. It's not exactly going to be a downhill, uh, you know, cruise. It's going to be an uphill battle. So what were the tough moments there? Well, at the beginning, there was a huge mix of energy from us that we want to start this project. At the same time, so you are right. The startup ecosystem in Italy was close to zero. There was just two venture, small venture capital and, and mostly financing digital projects. So our uh, mix of NGOs and startup in a community, most of the people we we had talked about freedom they were thinking are you sure to sell one trees and huh. then they gave us a lot of energy to to reach uh, our uh, our goal right now so this was a problem also our our approach at the beginning was not the the right one our business model we were supposing to plant trees directly uh, hiring farmers and people in those countries but then we recognized that in this way if they, the motivation for the farmer was just to get paid, probably they will left the trees uh, not taking care of the trees. So just plant the tree and not taking care of the tree is really uh, lost, lost in time. So in late 2013, after seeing a lot of trees dying, we, we recognized that in the world there's a thousand and thousand of group of farmers NGOs they want to plant trees but they don't have money so we can be more sort of bridge and supporting them 
uh, and they already have the motivation. So uh, today we we support them uh, in building mostly agroforestry project where they plant uh, um, forest trees, fruit trees, uh, also seasonal crop, uh, and. Uh, due to the fact that they own the land, they own the trees, they own the fruit coming from the trees in the midterm, we guarantee them food security and extra income. So we have both environmental impact and social impact and uh, the fruit that they are harvesting in the future, that this is the bigger reason and the real motivation for farmers to take care of the trees. So this is um, this is very important. This changing in the model was not not, not so easy. Uh, at the beginning. And uh, so you start, how many were when you started? Was it two or four? Or how many people were you? Well, two people at the two beginning. Two people. Okay. Yeah. And what, may I ask, what's your sort of turnover nowadays? I mean, when you look at your... Last financial... year we have done 14 million in revenues. Ah, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, it's so nice to hear because, and, and to all of our listeners as well, who are thinking that at a young age, you know, I want to start something which is valuable, which has meaning, which changes the world. And, you know, it's going to take a lot of hard work work as well. There's no question about that. And, and it, in many ways, I mean, you were really ahead of your curve because in, you know, in, in, in 2010, not many people were thinking about this. So you're combining the best of both worlds. I mean, you're getting revenue from something which is very meaningful. Now, let, let me go a little bit more to the personal kind of stuff. I mean, uh, you mentioned in a few interviews that you started to play Farmville, the video game that gave you the idea of, of founding Treedom. And they said, you did that to impress girls. What, you know, tell me, what, what's this all, what, is, what is this all about? Yeah, basically, due to, well, during our experience in Africa, we were thinking which could be the best way to to support the plantation of trees. And I, I got a little bit inspired from Farmville and uh, basically I connected the dots. So in Farmville, I was uh, a hard player and I compete with the girl to have the best farm. So sometimes I have no time. I had no time. So I use my credit card to to add a few stuff in my farm, sometimes limited edition and my uh, colleague uh, make fun of me told me, you're so stupid, you will never uh, get result just by having a, a, the best farm. Uh, but at the same time, we, we thought if we, if we create a community online where uh, people can pay to plant uh, real trees, may works. Yeah, this no, is a short story. Yeah, I, I, I think it's also, it, it, it's really exciting. I'm not a gamer myself, but 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 basically you're saying is that uh, the whole idea of Treedom sort of came from Farmville to a certain extent. Was that the, the platform that you were thinking about? Yeah, basically mm, applying uh, gamification and fun to, to an activity or to something important can bring... Uh, people. So basically in the past, uh, most of the NGOs organization, they deliver sort of paper certificate when you do an action. So they do not engage uh, the users. So uh, having a community showing exactly what you do, giving the possibility to naming uh, the, the, the trees planted or adding a, a virtual message is something that you feel a little bit more close to you, even if it's 
planted 3,000 kilometers, sometimes three to 5,000 uh, kilometers far from you. So this was a little bit the, the idea. Let's talk a little bit more about the philosophy of trees and actually on two accounts. I mean, trees are something that last much longer than humans, but what's your philosophy about trees? Yeah, the philosophy is that um, we need trees and plants to, to, to be and to stay, in, to live, basically. So sometimes also when, when we think about the war in Ukraine, uh, I think that probably trees and plants should decide uh, more our future compared to, to human beings and, uh, and looking at how plants interact each other and trees, they are very, very cooperative. Uh, so several times we should take inspiration from, from the nature before uh, destroying uh, the planet and killing people. I fully agree. And of course, I mean, your company being up in San Domenico, this is a place of very old olive trees, which we all know quite well. Can I also touch on, on one subject which is quite difficult? And, and, and you know, we are now having this conversation around mid-April and uh, the war in Ukraine is going on. What, what, what's your thinking there? I mean, how do you see it as an Italian? What's going on? I, I want to be optimistic. It's, it's very hard to date, but I strongly believe that the European Union uh, will become more strong, and especially in terms of uh, uh, being uh, having uh, words and decision making. Because I think that uh, in Europe, the peace is one of our common value, and also looking at uh, her army. We should have a peaceful army of the European Union without it. for saving money. First of all, I'm never happy when uh, when I see that we are investing billion billions of money in just in building uh, uh, military infrastructure. We don't need it. We, I hope uh, we will never use now and and the in the future so we could invest in uh, young people, uh, green technology. We have a lot of stuff to invest in. So. If I think that every country has uh, its own uh, army infrastructure, for me, it's, it's really crazy and uh, we should be aligned on that. I think that uh, Ukraine in, in, his, uh, in this bad situation gave to all Europeans the, uh, this willingness to, to say and to claim that we are always for peace. Yeah, and I think the emotional attachment and solidarity that we've had for the Ukrainian people is just tremendous. And you know what? I'll just finish off with an idea. Perhaps, perhaps one day when there's peace in Ukraine, we can think about a freedom park somewhere in Ukraine and have that as our little joint project with the European University Institute and freedom. Yeah, it would be a great uh, uh, example of the war. Time flies always in these uh, podcasts, so we're starting to move towards towards the end here. Um, now, uh, tell me if I wanted to join your group or if I wanted to plant a tree, how should I go about it? What's the, what's the best pathway for me as an individual? Yeah, for individual, just connect on freedom.net. And uh, from there, you can decide to create a forest or just uh, 
plant a tree. So it's, uh, we always say that you can plant a tree with, uh, with one click. Which I think is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Federico Garcia, it's been a real pleasure to learn about what it means to plant trees and to set up uh, a new company. We really appreciate uh, you coming onto our podcast today. Thank you. Thank you again. Grazie mille. Now, of course, as always, I'd like to thank our listeners for joining today. Uh, and of course, we want you to follow our podcast on Spotify. For the next time around, here it is. Arrivederci. See you in Florence. Sisu, a podcast of never giving up.